I'm Matthew McCleary. And I'm Mitchell McCleary. And this is Movies While They Sleep, the podcast for two brothers who watch movies and talk about them after their families have gone to bed. Today's episode, it may be February, but we're still thinking about 2023. It's our top 10 lists for last year. Prognosis negative. <laughs> <laughs> just saw the episode. Sign. <laughs> so we, we should do our ranking of our imagined best Seinfeld movies. Sack lunch. <laughs> Ponce de Leon. Shuttle. <laughs> Rochelle, Rochelle. <laughs> All right, that's the pod, actually. Screw 2023. Uh, okay, well, if, um, enjoy some Seinfeld or... Uh... <laughs> Or uh, this episode of the podcast, Hannah's awake. <laughs> All right. Well, the fam is no longer sleeping. They are no longer sleeping. So let's jump in, sleepyheads. Anyways. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll be at a coffee shop outside <laughs> and, and I'll notice the uh, landscaping is especially well done or maintained. And I'll think to myself, man, to be alive in this time <laughs> when okay, how lovely this is. <laughs> and and but also, I mean, who had to die for me to be here today <laughs> getting this or I'll walk through I'll walk through a park. <laughs> And there'll be like maintained grounds and like a kid's jungle gym and people are enjoying themselves. And I'll just think, man, <laughs> how many necks had to, did we have to step on for, for me to have this day today? And I'll have that thought. <laughs> and then I hear about the Dimstone, Dimadone, Fairly Odd Parents, Las Vegas Globe that you got to go to. <laughs> <laughs> that cost two point two billion dollars. Uh, I can't imagine where my head would be <laughs> trying to enjoy <laughs> an experience there. Without only just thinking about <laughs> the depravity <laughs> that's on the other side of those walls. Like the depravity like in Vegas itself or the depravity that that no, was just what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that, to, yeah. for me to have rumble pack seats. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, <laughs> do, so... do you think Apple Vision Pros are like the most potent metaphor <laughs> of all time? <laughs> I, I, I gotta be honest. Sometimes I watch those videos and I think I can do that. I'm like I kind of want one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh okay, but dude <laughs> like if you're watching a race, you can see like the top down of the cards going vroom. You can see them. <laughs> dude, instead of your instead of your TV being like it's like it wraps around you. <laughs> it's the so one of the guy sitting on the airplane. It's like you can have a movie theater in the airplane instead of like the <laughs> tiny screen going in down front of you. As it's crashing. <laughs> Just put Top Gun on. Make it. It'll feel like fun <laughs> instead of terrifying. <laughs> that that should be like uh you know like 
software update. It's like reactionary <laughs> movies to to what's actually happening to your physical body. <laughs> like you so, go outside in a rainstorm, okay. it's like they put like Twister on. Did you see the trailer for Twister? No, I didn't watch the Twister trailer. <laughs> hey, it's by the director of Minari. Early podcast movie Minari. Wait, he did the original Twister? No, no, he's doing Twister. Just... <laughs> oh, he's doing, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, you got to see you two in the globe. <laughs> So, yes, I what Mitchell was talking about, I saw you two in the sphere in Las Vegas on Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> when I went with a couple of guys and when we booked the tickets, we didn't realize that it was Super Bowl weekend, nor that the Super Bowl was in Vegas. <laughs> Only you guys would not know those things. I went, I, so I saw you two on the, in the sphere in Vegas on Super Bowl weekend. And... Yes, and and this is this is the headline. I I love you too. They're my favorite band, so that's not a remarkable thing. It was it was maybe not like a best concert going experience. Like like there are shows that I felt more viscerally connected to, you know. Yeah, but right. but the most kind of astonishing visual experience that I've ever had in the sphere with the yeah, floor wonder, ceiling screen. I wonder if people had the same reaction that you had. For like the Sistine Chapel when they walked in and they're just like, oh yeah oh, oh no that, this is what it felt like I, I I think that's a great analogy because it, it it felt like something so fully new like right like the, oh this this literally doesn't exist anywhere else in the world and and right. this thing that they've created where from from basically I mean it's not floor to ceiling it's floor to the ceiling and back behind you everything in your field of vision they are creating and and it's you know it's a 500 foot structure 350 foot structure whatever it is right and so all you see in your field of vision is what they want you to see and it can change in an instant it's not like Michelangelo Michelangelo paints the Sistine <laughs> Chapel and it's like that forever I mean I obviously just like put putting on like terrifying footage <laughs> all of a sudden out of nowhere <laughs> you know they can, I mean, it just changes in an instant to... like they show like skidamarink is just showing you like <laughs> get me out of here so it just you know and not that that this is the level not obviously not the level of artistry of something like the sistine chapel but the level of like oh this feels we fully went all unique. Out. like so such a unique technological human experience and how immersive it is without without having like a MetaQuest rig on your head or 3d glasses except for or the people anything. That, that did have those on except for the people who maybe are wearing their apple vision pros uh, at the sphere but <laughs> at that concert <laughs> <laughs> at that concert um, dude it's like twice as immersive <laughs> this doesn't make any sense to me but I will say I also say this because this as as visually astounding as it was, I was more astounded by the audio technology. It was the best. It was like far and away the best sounding live performance I've ever been to. And in a room that big, 16, 18,000 people to make it sound so crystal clear. I just we we could not the guys that I was with. We kept looking at each other like, how is it sounding this good? And part of it is it's you too. And it's mostly the edge like we, we kept going like all of this sound that we're hearing is like three guys and bono's voice like what edge is able to do with the guitar you know like it's just 
so incredible. And he, he just continues to push yeah. that, but then leveraging the incredible audio experience that we were all having. So none of it felt distorted or muddied. I mean, I just, I couldn't get over. I mean, like, you, so, you, so you're in this lobby, right? It's this big, beautiful lobby, like kind of out of a sci-fi movie. And then you walk through, like, like, you know, when you go to a movie theater and then you walk in a little hallway behind the theater, like as you're, and it's like, you know, this kind of little hallway and you turn around and then you go up. Um, so they have that to get to your seats. And and like the sound just totally drops out. Like, you know those, you know those places that are like the uber soundproof silent like studios. I've never been in one of those, but it kind of felt like what you hear that described as. Like almost like there was a I walked into this hallway and there was a pressure on my ears because it was so silent. And I was in this hallway with 200 other people walking to our seats. <laughs> you you can't hear anything. Like there's no extra sound. And then you walk into this room and that's been perfectly audio engineered for this experience. I was just, I, I cannot, it was a strange thing to process. And so how do we train? <laughs> it was the best so movie I saw this year. <laughs> into a movie, a movie year packed with human evil. <laughs> Is there a connection? <laughs> um, I I don't know. That's a good question. So we're here today to talk about our top 10 of 2023. <laughs> and I just, I don't know. I just feel like I, I thank you for the space to talk about this thing that was such a strange experience for me, um, let's say. How's it compared to IMAX? How's it compared to Oppenheimer and IMAX? <laughs> that's the question. This is a pretty big, big screen. <laughs> All right, the, uh, I was talking about IMAX. Did you uh, see any good live shows recently? Live shows? Yeah. Like concerts? Yeah. No. No, I have not. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's been good. You know, yeah. I don't like concerts. That's what I've realized about me. I don't like standing for a long time. You know, I think what was so nice about the Sphere is that, like... You had it, seats. Like, you had seats, and nobody was standing. Yeah. Like, we stood for the encore at the end. It was fun, but... The whole time I'm at a concert, I'm like, they haven't even gotten to this part yet. It's uh, going to take us a long time to get home. Oh, my gosh. That was the last concert Megan and I went to together. It was Switchfoot. It was Ace of Spades, but they had two openers. And I was just like, yeah. and one of them, one of the openers was Tim Foreman's son. So, like, That's it cool. was cute. It was cute. But, like. Well, speaking of openers, we've got a list we've got to open up with. So we're doing it in the middle of February, our top 10 of 2023, but we feel like at this point we've both seen kind of I've enough, seen enough. To, yeah. to make an informed list, shall we say. And we're doing top 10. Yep. And um, I think this is going to be fun because I think last year our lists were fairly homogenized, mm -hmm. both in the our top favorite, but also like... It was kind of the same 10 movies rearranged. Yeah. But I feel like this year there's a lot of wiggle room. Like, I really don't know where you're going to land. I know you're t number one, but everything else, I don't I don't have a Do you know form. my number one? Yeah, I think so. Mm, you may be surprised. Well, we'll see. God, if it's a certain <clears throat> movie, I will be disappointed. It's but made to No, I'm kidding. <laughs> other than that, I, I have no idea where we're landing with this. So I think it'll be... I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be good. There was a, there, this was a very good movie year. I know. I've got like six honorable mentions here. So um, Me too. Me too. Uh, oh, some, some, some ones that were tough to leave off. But yeah, they, they, I mean, they, it was a battle, especially the past couple weeks now that you know some of these movies are now available. I know. That's what it's been on, really nice. 
Yeah, whether in theater or through uh, streaming, you, yeah. you can find. I feel like most of these. But is there anything? Let's let's start this way. Is there anything you have not seen yet that mm. could potentially kind of break in here for your top ten? I know there is. What is um? What what's the best picture nominees? Well, let me try to do it from memory. It is um, the Zone of Interest, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon. Did past lives sneak in there? I think so. Um, American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers. Okay, I think uh, The Holdovers is one of mine that yeah. I wanted to see. I, I, you know, I'm not expecting it to get on my top ten, but um, The Taste of Things which is a French movie that I heard a lot of good mm, stuff about. I haven't seen that, yeah. How to Blow Up a Pipeline, mm, I heard was I like great. I that a lot, did, yeah. yeah really good. See. But, um, I mean, there, there's a good amount more. All of Us Strangers, Master Gardener. I, I didn't I, see Ferrari. I didn't see... Love Ferrari. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't see Napoleon. Not, not, uh, most of these I wouldn't expect to be in my top ten, but just as, like, noteworthy holes from this year. Yeah, yeah. What um, about you? I think my biggest hole is probably the boy and the heron, and and then it, like I haven't seen a taste of things, which I really want to see. Yeah, taste of things. Yeah. yeah, so those are kind of the two that have come kind of been on my mind, but I've seen all the ten. I've seen all ten nominees. Um, okay. Best picture. Where we've got some educated. Uh, I, I feel like more so than last year. I feel like I saw everything I really wanted to see. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's do honorable mentions at the end, and uh, let's just jump in. Sleepyheads. So okay. Number I'm 10. Ready. Number 10. Number 10. Number 10. You number got? 10. Uh, this <laughs> See, is, now this we're is, getting to it. This is an emotional number 10 for me. Okay. Okay. This was one like, is it? Listen, is it, I swayed on my list a lot this year in favor of what am I really going to put on to rewatch? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, this is I'm this. hanging out more okay. in that area. Okay. There's uh, some art house stuff that's like I can recognize as more interesting, but not on my list. Is, is, is this really a better movie than some of my honorable mentions no absolutely not but i really i felt like some big popcorn fun movie belonged on my top 10 i think i know what you're going for it was almost john wick 4 mm. but john wick stays as an honorable mention great movie it's mission impossible dead reckoning part one <laughs> you the way you're punching the air right now i loved it it's so my fun goodness. that was another one that i did not see another hole of mine that I didn't recognize enough to it's call it a whole. Just so great. <laughs> I heard the reaction was mid. Was it doesn't matter. Term? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I, this was all in my heart. I loved it. It was great. It was fun. It's what movies should be, and I loved it. Uh, and I don't know. Okay. Tom, Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise. I don't know. <laughs> I, is it is it that the movie was so great, or is it that at Christmas last year Tom Cruise did that video on Twitter where he jumped out of Literally. an airplane and said, "See you at the movies." Maybe if he didn't have his little popcorn bowl, and be like, yeah, "I love popcorn." You'd be like, "All right, this is whatever." <laughs> Speaking of Tom Cruise, potentially the star of Quentin Tarantino's final film. I heard well, this news floating around. I, I believe it was a small part. But I heard that would be um, that would be a very interesting move. I, I'm a hundred percent with you. I would love to see Tom Cruise in a Tarantino film. I'm. It's. I like mean, Tom it has Cruise. a lead too, though. That would be. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I think it would be great. Yeah. It's it's like because he's Tom Cruise yeah. in Magnolia, right? Yeah. By the way, did, did you hear the news that Paul Thomas Anderson has been filming his latest movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio in downtown Sacramento the last two weeks? Sacramento yes. has been on the map. <laughs> Here we are. But also, we've been we've been overlooked by many, and I'm gonna shout out some snubs this year. 
whether it's Greta or it's oh, my Sacramento uh, Kings not making the all-star team. Sacramento is a snub city, and I won't stand for it anyway. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Okay, All right, well, so. good pick, good pick. Uh, my number 10, one of your holes. I'm going with the boy in the herring. Ah, uh, yeah, it's good, right? It's great. The first hour is like ASMR, like sound design, beauty, and, and honestly just animation style that like has a way of transporting you into like a meditative movie watching state yeah and then he gets really weird and the only filmmaker that reminds me of miyazaki movies sometimes at least it did in this it's like he's kind of lynchian with like mm. his dream like strange is this happening is it not happening surrealist i know people were like down on this movie because the plot is um not so clear but or yeah. like he just goes lost. That's kind of what I've heard, but yeah, I, I, I'm into it. I, I it, it was weirdly like effective. Said, big hole for me. Yeah, it was weirdly yeah. effective for me, and it was higher on my list. But you know, when I think about really just putting stuff back on, yeah, so, for sure. That's my ten. That's good. I oh, can't wait to see it. Um, my number nine is a foreign film. Dang. Uh, that I loved a lot and has the best dog performance in years. Whoa. And it is Anatomy Whoa. of a Fall. Whoa. <laughs> it's a little low. Is that what you're saying low to? No. <clears throat> no it no. is on my list. It's a bit higher though. Yeah. I, look, honestly, like it's some of these are just kind of like random the way they, uh, should this be higher? Probably. I like this movie a lot, but I, my I, I really let my emotions guide my list. I almost year. like looking at my list and I like seeing a rhythm in like back to back uh, yeah, movies yeah, yeah. next to each other and how they flow into each other. Yeah, that's so, kind of what it's kind of what I did. A yeah, bit it's too. like a art piece in itself. <laughs> the placement. It's, loved Anatomy of a Fall. So good. The biggest um, snub of the year is actually that dog not getting nominated for best support. Incredible, <laughs> incredible performance. From the dog, but also um, from the lead, uh, Sandra Buller. She cooks um, this year. <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> uh, also insane, truly insane uh, French legal system. <laughs> yeah, um, that guy's a psycho. <laughs> just, just. Uh, Villain of the year. <laughs> insane courtroom uh, sequences. Um, it's funny. But I just. I, their outfits. The fact that they still dress. <laughs> it's, I know. I know. It's, it's the outfits too. Uh, I wear robes not dissimilar to that every week. Um, <laughs> okay. But I, I don't know. I, I, do you want to, we could talk about it more. I mean, it's on your list, but if you want to talk about Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I want to rewatch it too because I watched it in two nights. And some of these movies are like two night mm. movies. And I, I feel like that automatically um, makes them less effective. But for it being French and kind of the nature of the film, it, for me, it kind of flew by and was very entertaining yeah cold and felt like there was a lot more to chew on than like you think there is as you're watching it because it can kind of be framed as like a did she do it didn't she sort of movie but i think there's lots of ideas there's kind of floating there's there's like an ambiguity to the movie but i i actually found it to be a really interesting allegory for like faith right Mm -hmm. like like it's it's the her son has to make a decision he he actually has to choose literally a blind decision Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. And yeah, but, the kid but, is one of the best really child good. performances I've yeah. seen in a long time. Really good performance from him. But just, I just, I love that, that it is both ambiguous, but also that's not what it's about ultimately, mm-hmm. right? It's it's about what that ambiguity then invites us into. Um, right. I, I don't know, it's a really strong movie. And even just all the uh, like realities that can be layered on top of each other of yes. different yeah, stories, yeah, yeah. different perspectives. 
Yeah. Um, and how they can kind of both be true sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. like, like that, you know, the scene of the year, right, is their fight mm-hmm. and how that then put into a more full context of like, well, he was kind of fishing for conversations like this because he was trying yeah. to write a book and didn't know yes. how to. And it's like, man, that's a, <laughs> that's, that's like, that's tough. Like really fascinating layers yeah. um, of this stuff. So yeah. Anatomy of Fall, loved it. Really great movie. I just recommend really captivating nice uh my number nine freshly watched but i just it was it was too what i wish most movies that i wish there was a lot more of these types of movies and so i'm willing that into existence by having it on my list and i'm going with are you there god it's me margaret yes 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 yes. it is on my list no way it's 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 my next movie it's my number eight I watched I it literally. Watched I watched it last night in preparation for this pod. Dude, I was like, so I good. think it might get on my list. Who knows? Because a lot of people like it. Good. And I'm like, dude, where are these movies? Is this so hard to do? It's amazing. I mean, it's an amazing <laughs> film, so I guess it probably is hard to do. But jeez, like, I I was I was very impressed. I Sarah said it best. She's like, eighth grade was a movie that made me look at back at my you know formative years with you know, anxiety and disdain mm-hmm. and um, discomfort. This made me look back and be, you know, with a little bit of like, oh, a little bit of love for myself. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, ah, oh, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> Eighth grade does have some poison running through it. And, and this is just like, there's a lot of grace and warmth for everyone involved, you know. She's so good. Abby Ryder for, for, Fortson. Crushes. Right. She's speaking so of child Rachel, actors again, crushing. I know, and in, like an incredible performance. Rachel McAdams, though. Rachel McAdams is just criminally underrated performance. Oh, like there's such. Uh, I I just had this feeling of like sympathy and 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 like care for this mom who is just doing her best. Trying, just doing her best, and her best is like great. You know, I know it's not like doing her best, and she like is a monster. <laughs> But yeah. that's all she knew. No. It's like, no, she just She's is, like a is good there. mom. Yeah. Sarah and pointed Benny out Safdie she's is like, there. That, like having the parent that recognizes your season of life being a very important one and saying, Okay, I'm gonna pull back in my stuff, my career, whatever, and I'm gonna yeah. lean into you because that's what you need yes. right now. How yeah. rare that is, you know. But gosh, she Man. puts in a performance that just she's amazing. And, I don't get like I, I just wish she was in a lot more stuff because I know she would like on a dime, like <clears throat> shedding tears, but not in a cringy actor yeah. way, or yeah, you know, be in in like that very real way of. So I don't have an eighth grader; I have a fourth grader, mm-hmm. and but it's just like like I can already feel myself changing seasons as a parent from like obviously we're not no we're no longer just keeping him alive, mm-hmm. and and it's like. I care about how your heart is being formed today at mm-hmm. school, you know, yeah, and like, yeah. and, and this is the step beyond that and, and even like further removed and letting go. And it was just like, yeah. Uh, and, and Kathy Bates, who I think in the last few years has been a little broad, <laughs> um, <laughs> like really great. Benny Safdie, super funny. And, and like, I love their marriage, which was like very yeah, normal. Their depiction and like, of healthy adults is also rare. 
you know. And I'm like, man, hey, this is really cool to see. And they're not like idiots. Because yes. a lot of times in movies that like have kid has a supportive system around them, they're kind of dumb or, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it's just like, hey, they're they're doing well. You know? And like kind of low stakes. Yeah. Ah, man. Lo- love to hear this. Yes. Okay, so that was my number eight. Uh, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Come on. Highly read. I loved it. This is a yes. good for the whole family yeah, movie. Yeah, totally. Night. Inoffensive, yep. but funny and entertaining. And yeah, Benny Safty again, just like randomly. <laughs> he's having a year. He's, he's having, having a year. He's having a year. <laughs> he's breaking up with his brother. Um, okay, uh, my number eight is, you know, I had to include my boy. It's Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. Ah, uh, yes. I had to have him in there. On a rewatch, I, I, you know, I agree there is a almost coldness to this. To at, the at, construction of it. Yeah, but man, I feel like he... I feel like he almost whiplashes between a mm. cold distance with his characters and a really deep sincerity and love for his characters and what he's trying yeah. to, you know, do with this yeah. type of movie. I mean, it just like people meme on this thing of like he's just doing himself so deep down the rabbit trail and like god is that not way more interesting than if you were to make, you know, 10 life aquatics or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And it just, I mean, yeah. style, cast, humor. I mean, some of the set pieces. Freaking Jeff Goldblum as a mm. alien. I mean, does it? Je- Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright, who may make an appearance on this list again yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. The kid that sings that cowboy song. I mean, this is Margot Robbie coming in, just stealing oh. the movie. Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah. yeah, there's just some some gold here, and I think I think people get challenged and like to be done. Because even yeah. for me, on my first watch, it was challenging. Like, and I'm a big oh, West yeah, fan, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. But so anyway. I love this. I gave it, you know, four and a half stars. This ended up on my honorable mentions, mm-hmm. uh, partly because I figured you'd put it on your list. Heck yeah! But this was this was of the honorable mentions, maybe the hardest one to to leave out. Uh, leave out of the top ten. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. What you got for number seven? What was that? Your number eight? Yeah, my, my number eight. seven. Oh man, see, so oh, this, man. Is, this is this is when you talk about the rhythm of these lists. I go from Anatomy of a Fall to Are there, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, straight into May December. May December. <laughs> okay, that's crazy because May December is my sixth. Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess we'll our lists are it. not that different. They're not uh, that different, eh? <laughs> Although when I think about uh, May December, it's like do I really want to watch Natalie Portman do this again. <laughs> That's my first thought. Even though I I kind of saw this movie twice because I watched the first half and then Sarah was like oh, I want to watch this and I was like okay let's rewatch it and it was another two nighter so I watched the first half twice but I'm like oh there's so much good stuff here but again Natalie Portman sometimes I'm like Jesus. <laughs> Natalie Portman, so great. Julianne Moore and her little lisp is so good. They had me and at Charles the hot dogs moment. Oh, it's like, and it's like one minute into the movie. Yeah. And it's so funny. And the soundtrack, the music cue, not just there, but like everywhere. And it's like, and it's so smart, mm-hmm. right? Like, like the meta textual stuff of like, we're ma- like the way it's shot with this kind of like soft focus lighting mm-hmm. feels like a movie like in a made for tv movie from the 90s yeah with with the soundtrack right it feels like this really kind of schlocky sarah was like thing. this is like uh, an episode of uh unsolved Mur- mysteries or something murder she wrote which is one of Sarah's yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah and it's yeah, so totally, cheesy totally. but it's so fun to watch yeah 
but yeah, he, yeah he's yes. like highlighting their their own melodrama. Yes, and then oh yeah, all like like playing up the melodrama, and then the twist at the end of the movie is that the movie that she is like studying Julianne Moore to the finale for to make is like the worst movie, the worst movie ever, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the ch- uh. the cheesiest worst. <laughs> And that is such a funny joke and so worth it. And then and also the like, content is so dark. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The content is just the worst. And I don't know. I, I loved it. I thought the performances were so good. I thought just Charles like, Melton, who I'd never heard of before, just and, and, like and, devastating. And I know it is this has been pointed out so well, but the way that he has tapped into this performance that is like this state of arrested development mm-hmm. as like I am still the 14 year old boy that she seduced right yeah. and the way he like physically holds his body that way where he as this 30 something year old man with 18 year old children looks less mature physically mm-hmm. than his 18 year old children right. that's an extraordinary performance yeah yeah there's so much to it again <laughs> I don't know how many times still, I want to watch it but it's pretty yeah, yeah 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 it, it it's it's like that darkness but like it was still so fun mm-hmm. I, I, I agree it's hard to say like man i wouldn't want to watch that again but man it was fun yeah or i wouldn't a, say that about other other dark movies yeah and it has a way of um i mean I, the, I, the, another honorable mention for me this year was um priscilla mm, uh, i haven't seen it sofia coppola's yeah biopic ish about Priscilla, I don't know her last name, sorry. Um, wife of... Presley? <laughs> well, I don't know what her last name is, because that's a big part of it. Uh, uh, okay, it's like okay. who she is, aside from him. But, um, yeah. but like the reason I bring it up is because that movie and this movie has a way of highlighting something that you know is messed up that is happening to someone. Yeah. But yeah. the, uh, I don't know, the media narrative version of it doesn't fully, like imprint that on your brain of like this is not okay what happened yeah or what's happening yeah. to these people and you yeah. but like yeah the, the 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 version of may december that i've heard it's almost like cartoony you know but it's like oh yeah literal child abuse you know and it's, it's it was terrible yeah so uh, it was just a lot to and, and i but i don't think the movie ever lets you like like you're forced to deal with her other kids right her mm-hmm. kids from her first marriage and the way that this ruined them right like yeah the movie lets you really have to reckon with that. Yeah. And and I think that's some of the smartness to it as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to it. And it's just beautifully shot. I mean. Oh, man. Yeah. From and, the opening like scene, in, you're just like locked in. It's like in Savannah. Like, yeah. It looks cool. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Go check it out if yeah. you want a funny but yeah. also dark time. That was my seven. What's your seven? Seventh. My boy Jeffrey Wright coming in with American Fiction. Mm. Yeah, I just I, it's just it, it just it, it's similar to Are You There, God? Uh, in that I just want like thirty of these types of movies a year. I know. And again, know. It, that that's probably underselling how impressive it is that you know I could just expect more movies like this because it, it's just like yeah. so solid. But it's one of those yeah. movies where it, fe- it feels like anybody could go see it and have a good time, and it's not so you know specific. A24 bro or you know Marvel guy or you know whatever it's just like this is for anybody and it's really smart they slipped in a family drama in with a that was was a big takeaway for me just like yeah 
like the sweet kind of love story, the family drama in this kind of like biting satire. Okay, it's about Thelonious Monk, Ellison, writer. Yeah. Who is having a hard time selling books because he's black, but his books aren't quote unquote black enough. And then he writes a satire that is very quote unquote black. (laughs) And it takes off. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, if the movie. He doesn't write a satire. He well, he satirizes he, that that like genre yes, book yes, that he yes. has seen being successful around yeah, him. But 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 it's not published as satire. Sure, it's published sure. in self seriousness. Yeah, yeah. But for him, it's published as a joke. But then it just takes off. Yes. And yeah. so yeah, that like that storyline has so much fun around it and like great humor and all these great moments. But the fact that there's also a little family drama in there too. The combination of those two really worked for me. Just and just like I, a real I, sweetness. Yeah, I just had so much fun and I laughed a lot. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. And Jeffrey Wright yeah. is like, dude, amazing. Get this guy. Like, we got a movie star. Let's go. I know. I know. So yeah. that's my number seven. Uh, Amer- so American Fiction was a high, high honorable mention for me as well. I'm curious um, what else is coming. Okay, so that was your seven. My six. My guy, Paul Schrader. <laughs> really? And Master Gardener. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. I still have not seen it. Everyone was sleeping on it. Man, I I know. This feels like a major like, hole because last year or two years ago, the card counter came in at the last second to get on my high on my list. Again, so we've talked about this a ton on this podcast. There is something, there's something in the air this year of the the movies using the Garden of Eden story mm. motif. And, and Barbie and Oppenheimer do that in in some kind of subtle ways and some not so subtle ways. But then Master Gardener like literalizes this yeah. by making it like literally about this guy with this, you know, his, 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 his baggage, right? That's the Paul Schrader, mm-hmm. like guy journaling yeah. trilogy, like his baggage in the middle of this perfect garden that's run by Sigourney Weaver um, or owned by Sigourney Weaver. And I don't want to say too much more about it because you haven't seen it. And I think it's just worth going on the journey. I hate that it's on Hulu. It's like, put it on any other streamer and I'll watch it. I don't have Hulu. It blew me away. The Joel Edgerton performance Mm. is so good and like just the Schrader trilogy of it all and and it's the Schrader trilogy like I both I love First Reformed I love the card counter um Scorny Weaver is like super fun in it it's yeah. just like kind of old matron lady you know that owns the place and I gotta check it out gosh I'm mad that's a whole I don't and and also of the three of the trilogy is the most hopeful one mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Maybe uh, I feel like first reformed there is none, and then card counter is neutral, and then sounds like this one might be. This is this is yeah definitely like kind of the inverse of first reformed in that way. Yeah, um, of of just hopefulness and. If you're looking for a good weekend marathon, made <laughs> up that trilogy. I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I love Master Gardener. And, and like, you know, again, there's honorable mentions that I think maybe are, I don't know. I, I actually think it's just a great movie. Um, and, and, and the criticism, I think people think it was a little too on the nose or, you know, just, you know Paul not his, that subtle. His bag with this <laughs> yeah. archetype. He, he's not a subtle guy. I don't like, yeah. <laughs> he, the card counter has frequent, like, acid trip sequences through Abu Ghraib. 
Like, Which you usually hate acid trip sequences. <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, like, like that's not like, but it's that's a fair characterization of what he does in that movie, right? Like, yeah. these like very intense, like visually weird fisheye kind of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh gosh. Um, but it works for you. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's not my favorite part of the movie, but yeah, I, I Master Gardener. There we go. Uh, All right, your number six is May December. My number six is May December. Okay. Uh, my number five is Past Lives. Past Lives. That is an honorable mention for me. Yeah. How yeah, crazy yeah, is yeah. that? I, I thought yeah. when I saw that, I was like, this is going to be top top five no matter what. Because yeah. it was very hyped to me. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's like my first rung yeah. 11 spot honorable mention. Yeah, I think with some of these, it's when I ended up seeing them. That's a huge, huge part of any yeah. movie experience. Like yeah. one will just hit you at the time that it was meant to hit you. But and I also think seeing it like when you see it relative to the hype around it, right? You just yeah, saw Past true. Lives for the first time. Yeah, I just saw it a weekend. And I and I saw it opening weekend mm-hmm. at Tower Theater. Yeah, right? like everyone I follow on Letterbox is giving it five stars. Everyone. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and I, I don't I think it's quite a perfect movie or anything, but yeah. just. Just what this is what I loved about it. This is such a specific story, mm-hmm. right? That like, so it's, it's a, so it's about a woman who immigrates from Korea when she's like in junior high, yeah, and she has like a little boyfriend, right? Yeah, and then they never talk anymore, and then they reconnect on Facebook, like twenty years later when Facebook first right? kind of comes out. Yeah, 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 like they're like in their early thirties or something, right? She lives in New York. He's still in Seoul. And they scanned. Oh, no, 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 no. This is like only 10 years later. So this is like she's in college, moves to New York for the first time. And they Skype. On her own. And they Skype, right? Which yeah, that was like, oh, my God. Yeah. The Skype ringtone thing. I know. I know. And, oh, yeah, and like the Skype jitteriness of so the call. Visceral. And I was like, mm-hmm. we're missing something now with Zoom, yeah, I yeah, feel. Yeah. So... You know, and then over the years they have this this friendship over Zoom, and then they like kind of lose touch or something. I don't know. I, you just saw it, right? Yeah. And then yeah. she it's like ten, it's like ten more years later, she's married and living in New York, and is a successful playwright with her writer and then, white husband. Yeah, with her writer husband, and then like this guy's gonna come and visit, and it's just a question. Like the whole movie, obviously, these are the main themes of the movie of of, of like what could have been. Yeah. And and you know, missed missed. Not missed opportunities, but just different directions, right? There's that great visual motif when they say goodbye to each other before she moves or she goes up this staircase and he goes down this other alley and you just see the division of where their lives trajectory go. And, And what I love about it is it's such a specific story, yet what it invites the viewer to consider are your own specific stories. I I don't I never had that experience. Yeah. I wasn't an immigrant. I didn't have a long distance relationship or anything like that. But it made me just think about you know, friends I used to have when I was yeah. in college and and relationships that I don't have anymore. And yeah. you know where my life would be if some of those friendships were still a part of it. You know all, yeah. all these things, right? Um, and I just, man, really cool, sweet, sweet movie. Yeah, and again, it has a lot of respect for everyone that's in the movie. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Even like the husband. Yeah. Could have easily made him a monster or. Oh, he's he's a loser. She settled or something. And he's like just a good guy. Yeah. 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 It could it could have really stepped in it in a few spots, but it didn't. It was just super solid. Nice. 
past lives. Uh, so that's your, your number five. five. My five was Anatomy of Fall. So ah, I'm just gonna there keep, it is. keep on rolling. I just okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I like the visual picture of it on my list, so I'm gonna keep it there. Five. All right. So my number four. It's a in some ways a pretty dark top four, but uh, I gotta go with my guy David Fincher, The Killer. Ooh, not on my list. Oh. <laughs> Dang. I. <laughs> I really like this movie. <laughs> we never did our Fincher pod. We didn't do a Fincher we pod. We probably need to. Yeah. We need to. Because we need to figure it's... out where you connect and I don't. With this movie in particular? Yeah. Or, or, I mean, yeah. we, I want to talk about, I want to do our, our power rankings of his stuff, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. this is a funky one from him. Man, I would love to watch it again. It's so clean. It's so clinical in all like the best fintury th- fintury ways. Psycho murderous way. But I just, uh, man, I wrote a super long review of it on Letterbox. That's how you know I loved it. That's <laughs> <laughs> me. It was like there's two Letterbox reviews. Reviewers, it's like the ten page essayist or the funny one liner. It's like or or the not funny one liner. It's like pick your pick your path modern man uh yeah totally and that's like basically my two poles as well i also like there are like subtle things in here and then not so subtle things in here and also things like he just puts them in and if you get it you get it and like some people that i think are like overly like cinema bro like media saturated i think it it kind of annoyed them a little bit like Mm -hmm. the way that the the killer all of his aliases are um sitcom characters Mm -hmm. names and I thought that was awesome. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. And 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 I thought it was like like a fun touch, right? Feels like a the major name... wavelength movie. Like if you're on that wavelength, yeah, it's like yes, so totally, totally. And some people are like, oh, that's so obvious, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, Archibald Bunker, um, <laughs> instead of Archie Bunker, like that's funny. And then like George Jefferson is the name on the eight million dollar account, right? Like moving on up with the Jeffersons, right? Like. It's it's not subtle, right. but but also I think there's an entire generation of people that will not recognize those names. So yeah, it's it's not like Ross and Rachel. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, Jim it, and Pam. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then just the sheer number of corporate logos and names that are dropped in this movie, and that he actually interacts with in meaningful ways as mm-hmm. a character, and that the movie then is this. Maybe want McDonald's. Oh man, totally made me want McDonald's, but it's it's like this strange like like it, it, it's every one of those things is a choice. It's a choice to have him go into an Ace Hardware and not like just a hardware store. Yeah, it's a choice to have him be a FedEx driver and not just a delivery driver, right? Like everything's a choice because the movie is itself, I think, in a lot of ways, a comment on gig economy, corporatism you know kind of late stage capitalism while also being a netflix movie i need to, I need to rewatch after reading your review and then see if i can and, bump and, that score and then like and then and even in the moment where like there's that woman that's pleading for her life mm-hmm. right and her pleading for her life is not that he would spare her mm-hmm. but if you remember it's that he would make it that that he would not make it look like she killed herself so that her family could get the life insurance money that he that he could if he could just kill her in a way that she could her family could still cash in on our life insurance and how sad that is mm-hmm. about the state of our culture yeah. that that she feels like my life is in danger and what i'm thinking about is making sure that the insurance agents 
are going to be all happy with how I die. Yeah. That's, 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 that's one of the sickest things that right. Fincher comes up with in this movie. Right. And, and God. there are like pretty brutal kills in it, but that's the sickest thing. Like, right. ah, that's, that's so twisted. And, and he just, there's no comment on it. It's just there. And, and you're swimming in it for the whole movie. I loved it. It's and the the whole opening sequence is insane. If you watch any of the behind the scenes stuff on how they filmed that, you know this this assassination attempt across this this city street and into this into an apartment basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy how they filmed it, right? I don't know if you've watched any of this. Though. It's just layers and layers yeah. of visual yeah. effects and 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 sound stages and um and and like the way that he filmed stuff that he would never have really needed to except. It's so much better if you do it his way. Yeah. And nobody nobody would do it his way. I don't know. I just... Uh, good movie. Love the uh, kill. You know it's good we should, we should really do... We really should do the Fincher episode. I don't think there's much coming out in the next couple yeah. weeks. So that will probably yeah. be our next one. Dune 2. Uh, heck yeah. Um, okay. All right. What's Man, your fourth? I'm so curious because I'm doing the math. And I'm like... What are you not including? I know. I'm, I know. There's one big omission that was just a, an emotional omission. Okay. I think I know which one will. that is. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. my number four is the exact opposite of the killer. It, it's Barbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, listen. One, we stand Greta in this house. Oh, man. And I doubled down on that, especially after watching her conversations with the Criterion that she just did. I haven't watched it yet. Is it great? Oh, it's so good. It's like, oh, great. there's so, like, you want to talk about people that love movies and have I know. a I know. insane level of respect for movies. Gosh, what she does with Barbie, for me, I'm not someone that easily has fun, especially at the movies. <laughs> like, if you're trying to be a fun movie, I usually hate you. And so, for me to have that much fun, and multiple times, because I've seen it multiple times, and still, I'm just like, dude, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad to be here. That's such a yeah. rare feeling for me. So to be able to thread that needle. And again, I, th- I talked to people who, you know, felt it was maybe too young or in some parts like, you know, just jokes not landing or like maybe some of the messaging being hammy. And I'm like, you know, I cannot deny the five-year-old girl that was dancing the entire movie, even though the, yeah. even when songs weren't playing in the theater that I saw it in. And the fact that I was very much enjoying it as well. She was given an impossible task, and she based and was able to make basically every human demographic on the planet happy. It's like holy crap! It's, yeah. it's just it's amazing to me. So pretty, I, I'm not ashamed to have Barbie as my amazing. my top four here. For me, it was listening to Greta's director commentary oh. on the film. Oh yeah, and it's just like like she loves her actors, and she just she wants to talk about her craft. And, and, and there is a depth to the filmmaking mm-hmm. that because it is so fun, yeah, really gets lost. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Like people will and, think it's it, because it's fun. It's, it's kind of dumb, much like yeah. a Barbie doll. And, 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 or, or that, yeah. Or, or, or that like serious cinema has to be serious. Exactly. And, and Barbie is serious cinema. It's yeah. just a fun movie. Yeah. And, and like, I hear the criticism about like the, jeep commercial and right. the product placement in the middle of the movie but it but also like you hear greta talk about it and she's like i got to film a car chase right. and i learned how to do that for this movie and and like she did yeah um, and it's so funny people being mad about that product placement when it, in a movie called barbie uh, yeah i know and it's also like it's also like it's a 
it's it's like a soccer mom and her teenage daughter and a life size Barbie. Yeah. What kind of car chase do you want? I don't. <laughs> People. Um, and, and I also love like that. I got to watch this with my nine year old and he loved it. Yes. And he, and he, and I think we talked about like, so reminds me of Ken. Yeah. Oh, Ken yeah. so reminds me of him. And he was not in on that joke, but thought Ken was very funny <laughs> and like, just, just so connected with it. It's exactly what you just said. I just, um, man. And, and, when you hear Greta's thoughtfulness about the film mm-hmm. and the seriousness of it, it just really puts it um, top tier for me. Love Greta. Heck yeah. All right. We're getting that was down your three. To it. That was, or that that was, was your four. That was four. That was four. Four. So you're going okay. to three. My number three. Dang. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's not on your list. Uh, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In no yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew it wouldn't be. My number three is Oppenheimer. Man, we go from Barbie to Oppenheimer, eh? I know, we sure do. Go ahead. Um, my, I've watched this a couple of times. I, I And and, and again, it, partly it's that experience. I saw it opening night, thought it was great. And, and you, I know I was always higher on it than you. And then I saw it again on the IMAX 70 millimeter film print blown away mm-hmm. just but but i but honestly like you could show me anything and if it would be projected on film i'd be like i don't know like, five stars <laughs> i mean we did a whole great pod movie. on it yeah i know we did a whole i don't need to say more i mean i think i've shared you know some of the depth of the themes that he puts in there really i connected with and um love the big spectacle of it and also like this is maybe like the inverse of greta like listen to greta and she's so serious about filmmaking and then you listen to like christopher nolan's interviews recently and he's just like kind of like a like hey love mission impossible <laughs> no, he's doing like parody skits with <laughs> stephen colbert he's just like like he, he has fun at the movies it's like great cool um <laughs> And it helps because it's such a self-serious movie. Yeah. And there's no escaping that. Yeah. So Both yeah, their well, off-screen yeah. demeanors help enrich their movies yeah, yeah, yes. in, I, in I inverse think that's, ways. Yep, totally, totally. Nice. Uh, uh, all right, what's your number three? My number three, it's brutal. Might be the one that's off your list. I'm going with Zone of Interest. So it is not on my top ten. Yeah. Even though I gave it a five, I gave it five stars. Right. It's, I and mean, that was an emotional omission. Right. We, I mean, we talked about it. it's barely a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It is a horrific experience. But uh, I got to say, my top three, it's either one or two for what's stuck with me the most this mm. year that I think yeah. about almost daily. So, yeah. And again, we have a whole pod on it. So if you want to get. Yeah, we just did that episode. Yeah. If you want to get in the weeds with that. Yeah. You know, partly because of the heaviness of it and. Uh, is it the most important movie of the year? Yeah, it actually might be. Um, but it, this is an emotional top ten. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said in, in the episode, you'll probably never watch it again. Yeah. I'll but think about it all the time. That's that's why it's up there. That's why it's my yeah. top three. But yeah. all right, we're getting down to it. You, I don't think you know what my top two is at all. You know what my one is. I think we have the same one. I think we do have the same number one. Yeah, I so don't know what your number two is. You, you have no idea. I know what your two uh, is, though. What's my two? I mean, Greta, she's back. It's Barbie. She's back. <laughs> Dang, yeah, number yeah. two. I know. I mean, I, I, I had I number I four. So. <laughs> I know. It's just, to, to me, there was nothing that And poetic overcame. to have it after Oppie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to put it above Oppenheimer. Yeah. But to me, there was nothing that overcame it in terms of movie-going experience of the year. Yeah. Too fun. Yep. Um, All right, what's your number two? My surprise number two. We have the same number one, as always. 
probably have three, three or um, My number two is the Iron Claw. Oh, my biggest hole. Your biggest wow. hole is my number two. Whoa. I know. And you know what? Wow, um, you loved that movie. I wanted to deny it, and it just kept clawing itself back oh, up. Oh, my gosh. I, That's great. It is. You're going to love it. You're going to I can't wait. love it. And it, God, I, can't I, wait. I saw it on a whim because me, Sarah, and Sarah's brother, Parker, we're going to the movies, and we thought we would go see Poor Things, which notably is not on our top ten or our, or our honorable mentions. <laughs> that, is, that is true. Um, and then I read the description. I was like, you know, maybe I don't want to see this with Sarah and Parker. And Iron Claw was showing it. We're like, oh, that looks like A24. Let's go see it. And my God, did it floor me yeah. with how much I loved it. Mm. And like the, the marketing does not serve it well. Because yeah. to me, it looks like The Wrestler. Do you remember that movie? I do. Yeah, like it looks like the marketing from that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, Zach Efron is soul-crushing. I mean, the whole movie's soul-crushing, but like the technical oh. parts of it work so well, too. Cinematography and the, the needle drops and just like the ensemble cast. And what a movie for, uh, you know, exploring non-toxic but also toxic masculinity yeah like there there's this is like a brothers movie you know Ooh. brothers that love each other yeah. and, and to you know get to see their like the depths of that and mm-hmm. that's all they care about is each other yeah and like yeah. you get that version of like maybe healthy masculinity on display like slammed yeah. up against literal <laughs> wwe wrestling Wrestling. yeah yeah and it's just a utter tragedy film that i i had no idea the the story and it's like even Mm. worse than what they show in the movie that's what i hear it's it's i i literally cried i think three times and i'm not a big crier so yeah that's really rare for me it just came out today on vod on itunes so i am like excited get get locked in i've been i've been waiting for it so i will say like this is great there's there's definitely some there's definitely a little bit of that i just wish there were more movies like this ranking for me like again i don't think technically it's the best you know oh yeah yeah, sure but when i think about the movie i'm most excited to like rewatch and it being so solid and so yeah. emotional. I mean, I'm I'm just I was so surprised by how good it was. And oh, that's great. It's still in the show. So again and yeah. and like crazy snub that it got nothing. Crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. So it's crazy. That's okay, I can't two. wait to see it. That's good. All right. Our collective number one. So you have to start the list because we always have the same one. So, you know, when we end it, it's not like, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's undeniable. <laughs> it's the behemoth. Marty. Super Bowl commercial himself. <laughs> it's Killers of the Flower Moon, baby. Killers of Flower Moon. It's just undeniable. So I think I said this on the Zone of Interest pod, but I rewatched killers of flower moon the same week that i watched the zone of interest and couldn't get over it yeah it's yeah. so good it, it that that's that's my main criteria for the like big heavy hitters on these yeah. end of the year lists is like which one am i thinking about a year later and i'm, st- I, I'm thinking about this movie all the time it's a, you're thinking about it but it's also not you know just an exercise in psychological torture like the zone of interest is mm-hmm. um there's 
there's just so much to chew on. And I don't, I don't know what else to say. We've already it, sung its it praises has, so much. It has two of the best performances, three of the best performances of the year. And Robert De Niro, Lily Gladstone, and Leo. It's probably the best score I, of the year. I, oh, the score is amazing. The and and those performances, like they've really done a good job. Leo's done a really good job of highlighting Lily Gladstone. She's nominated for an Oscar. I, I think Leo's been underrated. I mean, he didn't get nominated, yeah. but I'm, I, I, it's it's really hard to, for me to deny that this is not one of his best, 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 best performances. I heard someone say he didn't get nominated because he uglied himself up. Well, and it's I, like I don't know. It worked maybe. with him in The Revenant, but because um, that's not like that's not like. That's not a good-looking movie. Yeah, but, but he's a good guy in that movie. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't. I I think what he is doing, and I, I just rewatched it. I think what he's doing. There's a high degree of difficulty to that performance. Yeah. The thing and with Leo, you kind of just assume there's ten other performances like this in his catalog. Yeah. And there's. I mean, he's always good, but like yeah. this type of role, you know. Yeah. Like how far yeah. he goes with it. You know, yeah, it's and Robert like, De Niro is just so evil. I know. It's like, yeah, um, Leo's good in Shutter Island, but this is not Shutter Island. No, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There's so much more cooking underneath. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and 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 then it's got like some of the best images. Yes, best single right? images of the year. Right, like yeah. the the fire farm sequence, the fire on the farm sequence, like every the, top the, down death. The gun yes. out the window. Oh my gosh! The gun oh out the gosh. window at, with like the mother and the child. Yeah, it's some like, it's like a horror film. Well, but yeah, but it also it feels like it's like a modernist painting or something. Oh, to- oh totally. You yes. know? Yeah, yeah, like you'd see it in a contemporary like museum of modern art. Yeah, like like it mm-hmm. looks like it would be a recreation of a painter's style or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah, and I like I said, I think I was just struck by how how entertaining it is as a film. Not. Entertaining is not even the right word, right? Because because it is so brutal in its content, yeah, and its subject matter, I should say. The way that Scorsese just does what he does so well and moves you through this, and and he's really good at that, as it turns out. Um, so I don't know. Just I, to me, it's a singular achievement that is. I got nominated for a lot of Oscars. I do think it's just sorely underrated. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's weird to say that for a movie that did really well and was nominated for a lot of things. I just don't think it's going to win anything. I hope Lily wins. And yeah. and I just think, I think, man, we're going to look back 10 years mm-hmm. and say, oh, 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 Killers is like, any director would kill to have made that. Yeah, it and, feels like an epic. Yeah. Like yeah. Lawrence of Arabia level yeah. epic. So I, I just, yeah, it's like, amazing. It's like The Irishman, but fun to watch uh, yeah yeah I, I mean that's the thing it's not even fun to watch it it is a weird thing where there's um you you there are parts where you sh- where you feel the three hours and three and a half hours time but also you're meant to feel that and you're meant to kind of just be able like this end zone of interest kind of give you a lot of space to think yeah a lot of times movies are afraid to do that no, that's the truth yeah no it's great number one uh, it's a good movie year man Good movie year. Best, I think, in a long time. Yeah. Maybe since, since probably 2019. Since what, 2019? 2019 was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, really good movie year. Like, um, do you have any other honorable mentions you didn't get to talk about? Yes. So I had Priscilla. 
Sophia mm. Coppola's Priscilla Presley biopic, which was really good. Um, I had Godzilla minus one. Oh yeah. Which I almost put at ten as just like my fun movie, but uh, that was my Mission Impossible spot. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't, just didn't squeak in there. Yeah. And then uh, last one I had was uh, I watched it recently. It's just really solid, not in my ten, but really solid. Which is a movie called Showing Up. Oh yeah, I watched that. Yeah, which is uh, Kelly Reich Reichard. Reichert and uh, about an artist who struggling artist, but you know it it was slow, it was challenging, but also I just the whole movie I so related to it of like she has an, a gallery showing coming up and she's trying she's like making these sculptures and the whole time you know she's kind of asking like why am i doing this and that like any art (laughs) that you make in this world that you put a lot of time in there's always kind of that thought of like dude why am i doing this spending so much time on this thing that no one is going to care about or you know react to or whatever but you you have to do it anyway so it, it was just a pleasant you know sunday afternoon watch and great Andre 3000 flute work. Yeah, I mean, he's he acts in it. I forget that he's an actor. And he's and he's in it, like yeah. which I actually thought he was really good in it. He was great in it. What other movie yeah. was he in recently that I remember seeing him? Oh, he was in White Noise. He's in White Noise. He was <laughs> he was great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, those are my honorables. Yeah, I thought showing up was super fun. It's it's definitely like probably more your speed kind of a movie, mm-hmm. but it was great. Yeah. Um, my honorable mentions. I like the holdovers a lot. I know you haven't seen it. Um, yeah, it's on my list. Super, super cozy movie. I think Paul Giamatti's Christmas great. classic. I think, um, Divine Joy Randolph is really good in it. I don't. Know, I, it's just, just it, it. It. It's like a boarding school. And they make a trip to the big city, so it's got catching the rye vibes, right? Like, yes, definitely. Um, Especially with the Christmas going on. And, yeah, and I and like it knows that it kind of. It doesn't. It's never. It doesn't reference it in any way other than just. Does he ever wear a hunter's cap? I don't know. I think he does actually. Oh, you know. So you know, it's just kind of in that milieu, and um, I don't know. I just thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I I like Alexander Payne. Spider Spider Man across the Spider Verse Mm. was a pretty great animation achievement. I thought John Wick Four was a pretty great. Uh, achievement and stunt work i like john wick four a lot it was really good and this is like my kind of my showing up of honorable mentions but okay. not kelly reichert but nicole Hall's hall of center it is you hurt my feelings starring Ooh, the nice. queen julia louis dreyfus um and and it's about this like novelist julie louis dreyfus and she overhears her husband like kind of dumping on her new novel that he's been like proofreading for her and that's like not even a central conflict and they don't get divorced and i don't know they're just they're just in it and and you love a small stakes story yeah yeah it's awesome yeah adding to my watch list just 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 so loved it um and it's on paramount plus showtime right now Hey-o. and julia Lutra, and and she also um this is her second movie with nicole hall of center she was in enough said the movie that julia louis dreyfus did with um james gandolfini eight or nine years ago which i just watched this weekend and you know who's in that movie hmm. uh, bono's daughter and i watched it the same weekend and i saw you two in concert and playing Julia Louis-Dreyfus's ex-husband 
is a guy who I don't know his name, but it took me 10 seconds to recognize him as the Wiz from that one episode of Seinfeld. Beats me, the Wiz. Wow. Nobody beats the Wiz. I thought, I think this is the Wiz. And I was right. I mean, it helped that he was standing next to Elaine, but. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Okay. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's That's 2023. In a nutshell. No mention of Nyad. <laughs> okay, we don't need to go through what wasn't mentioned. <laughs> but hey, listeners, if you think we got it wrong, or if you have your own top ten that we need to know about, freaking reach out. Send an email. And yeah. um, I don't know, send a comment. I think we'll post maybe after a week of the episode being out. I'll do a little graphic of our top tens on the gram. Because if I post it right then you guys spoiler won't listen. yeah i know you, you won't listen so uh um, you gonna go see argyle no not <laughs> ever right. i'm confident i'll never see that ever my whole life um so and then who knows maybe we'll do the fincher ranking pod we'll figure out what's what's next on the docket here but uh until then dune 2 write a review and rate us on itunes Send the pod to a movie lover in your life. Follow us on Instagram at Movies While They Sleep, and we'll catch you in the next one. Good night, y'all. Bye.